Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is so great to be with you. We are doing a live, and uh, I'm going to go on YouTube Live, so I make sure that all the audio works this time. Um, got a lot to cover today. It is going to be awesome. If you enjoy the show and you want to support, please go to mattbelair.com and join the academy, join the membership. Censorship is the real deal. I've been doing this for five years, six years, um, and they're deleting my content, shadow banning. I just found out I was number one in the Cayman Islands, which was super weird and awesome. Don't know what's going on over there. Maybe it's maybe it's amazing. I should go over there. Um, but I, I need your help. If you want to help and you've enjoyed the show, please support it because uh, it will it will help. It helps. And so I'm moving off, um, you know, the mainstream stuff like YouTube, going over to library, putting everything in-house so I save all the stuff. And uh, that's it. So if you want to support, mapbelair.com, Patreon, anywhere you share around, um, that's enough. So just want to ask. Um, so let's dive into this because we've got an amazing show for you today. Um, we're gonna we're gonna dive right in. This is gonna be this is gonna be awesome. So a lot to cover, and here we go. So I'm gonna start with this new video that's come out that's very important. It's probably gonna get uh, censored right away. You know, we're not gonna worry about that, but uh, we'll see how long it lasts. So I invite you to share the this video, uh, share this live stream. Uh, take bits, go to clipconverter.com, share bits. And, uh, you know, let's let's uh, just take a moment. Actually, I got the chimes, so I'm just going to ding these things. This is perfect sound and frequency. So let's give them a ding. Oh, so nice. So using the chimes, I got essential oils going. Um, I'm ready to dig into this. Okay, so let's go screen share. Optimize screen for video clip. That's the key. My apologies for bunging it up. This first one is amazing. So let's dive in. Let's, let's just get right into this and play this in its entirety. Here we go. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. I didn't see an ad coming. What the hell? It was all buckled up, ready to go, and freaked it up. What the business? Oh, my God. On a live? There we go. That's some That's some horse crap. Okay. There you go. Didn't mean to dust you with an ad. You are putting my children's health at risk. Doing strenuous exercise while being masked is insane. I have witnessed the very ugly truth of watching children uh, go about their daily lives masked. This is very, very concerning to say the least. Disgusting to drive by a high school and see a bunch of teenagers walking outside with masks on because asymptomatic people are not spreaders. So if the reason the masks became bylaw in the first place is because data at that time was showing it was possible for asymptomatic spread and the data is now showing it's not asymptomatic spreading, I do not see a reason why healthy people are being forced to wear a mask. It is a fact that masks or respirators may impede a person's breathing to the point that their blood oxygen levels become too low to support consciousness. A personal friend, Lena Barr, wore a mask at Walmart about 10 weeks ago before they were legislated by her city. She blacked out, hit her head, and is now suffering with a lifelong traumatic brain injury. All right, first of all, let's talk about cases versus deaths for a minute. Cases means you, a case means you had a positive test. Most people won't even notice they have this thing, okay? Those are cases. The line is cases. The little blue bars are deaths. Now, you may say, oh, Woods, that's not fair, because you know deaths lag by two weeks. you got to wait two weeks. Okay, that's why we shifted the deaths back two weeks, so that it would line up. So we already factored that into the graph. So when your, your smart aleck friend says, well, wait two weeks, we did. We factored that into this graph. And as you can see, there's no connection whatsoever. We will now go to S. Peterson. Uh, Mr. Chairman, this is Dr. Hawkinson. I just wanted to let you know I'm standing by. Oh, okay. Well, we would love to hear from you. The floor is yours. 
Dr. Roger Hodkinson, CEO and Medical Director. I'd like to briefly tell you about the deeply held ethical principles that have guided us through every step of our 25 successful years of operation and many tens of thousands of medical assessments. We embrace what we call the medical model in all we do. We consider our involvement to be the practice of medicine, and I lead the company as a physician specialist with decades of experience. Secondly, in every case we facilitate, there is the presumption of a legitimate presentation unless proven otherwise. The reports we generate are quality assured by me personally and are all underpinned by evidence-based clarity. And we have no ethical conflicts as we have no involvement with the provision of treatment or case management. To have a good test that labels someone as having cancer, you better be damn well right. In other words, it's got to be specific and it's got to be sensitive enough to detect the cancer mutations in the blood at an early stage. You better be damn well right. We will now go to... Uh, Mr. Chairman, this is Dr. Hodkinson. I just want to let you know I'm standing by. Oh, okay. Well, we would love to hear from you. The floor is yours. Thank you very much. Um, I do appreciate the opportunity to address you on this very important matter. Um, I'm, what I'm going to say is lay language and blunt. Um, it's counter-narrative, and so, so you don't immediately think I'm a quack. I'm going to briefly outline my credentials so that you can understand where I'm coming from in terms of knowledge base in all of this. I'm a medical specialist in pathology, which includes virology. I trained at Cambridge University in the UK. I'm the ex-president of the pathology section of the Medical Association. I was pre previously an assistant professor in the Faculty of Medicine doing a lot of teaching. I was the chairman of the Royal College of Physicians of Canada Examination Committee in Pathology in Ottawa. But more to the point, I'm currently the chairman of a biotechnology company in North Carolina selling a COVID-19 test. And I might, you might say I know a little bit about all of this. The bottom line is simply this. There is utterly unfounded public hysteria driven by the media and politicians. It's outrageous. This is the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on an unsuspecting public. There is absolutely nothing that can be done to contain this virus other than protecting older, more vulnerable people. It should be thought of nothing more than a bad flu season. This is not Ebola. It's not SARS. It's politics playing medicine, and that's a very dangerous game. There is no action of any kind needed other than what happened last year when we got felt unwell. We stayed home, we took chicken noodle soup, we didn't visit Granny, and we decided when we would return to work. We didn't have anyone need anyone to tell us. Masks are utterly useless. There is no evidence base for their effectiveness whatsoever. Paper masks and fabric masks are simply virtue signaling. They're not even worn effectively most of the time. It's, it's utterly ridiculous seeing these unfortunate, uneducated people, I'm not saying that in a purchaser sense, seeing these people walking around like lemmings, obeying without any knowledge base to put the mask on their face. Social distancing is also useless because COVID is spread by aerosols, which travel 30 meters or so before landing. Enclosures have had such terrible unintended consequences. They should, you, everywhere should be open tomorrow, as was stated in the Great Barrington Declaration that I circulated prior to this meeting. And a word on testing. I do want to emphasize that I'm in the business of, te of testing for COVID. I do want to emphasize that positive test results do not, underlined in neon, mean a clinical infection. It's simply driving public hysteria and all testing should stop unless you're presenting to hospital with some respiratory problem. All that should be done is to protect the vulnerable and to give them all 
in the nursing homes that are under your control. Give them all three to 5,000 international units of vitamin D every day, which, is, which has been shown to radically reduce the likelihood of infection. And I would remind you all that using the province's own statistics, the risk of death under 65 in this province is one in 300,000. One in 300,000. You've got to get a grip on this. The scale of the response that you're undertaking with no evidence for it is utterly ridiculous given the consequences of acting in a way that you're proposing. All kinds of suicides, business closures, funerals, weddings, etc., etc. It's simply outrageous. It's just another bad flu. And you've got to get your minds around that. Let people make their own decisions. You should be totally out of the business of medicine. You're being led by, down the garden path by the chief medical officer of health of this province. I'm absolutely outraged that this has reached this level. It should all stop tomorrow. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for that. Again, uh, hopefully all the layers of government are listening. All right. So holy smokes, what an amazing uh, video. Incredibly informative. That is going super viral right now as it should. So um, pretty amazing stuff. And there are so many more pieces of information. So I'm just going to kind of start to barrel through. All right. So here we go. Let's screen share again, because I just want to make sure you guys heard that. You did. Good. I'm starting to improve here. Let's, uh, let's screen share optimize for video clip always. Browser. Cool. Okay. So what do we know? Well, what do we know about uh, the mortality rates, right? Um, we know it's 0.26%. Uh, we, we know that the CDC has released that the average uh, coexisting morbidities is 2.6 coexisting comorbidities, meaning that people will die from various things. Then they'll do the PCR test, which uh, you can look up uh, Dr. Thomas Cowan, who explains the PCR test, basically says it's uh, nonsense. And then there's another test. Well, Kerry Mullis, the guy who invented the test, um, you can look that up. He basically says, don't use this to test for viral contagion. Um, and he, Fauci, there was an article just released as well that I don't have pulled up here. But he says, if you cycle it more than 26 times, because basically you're you're taking a small sample and you're, you're cycling it over and over and over again. If you cycle it past 26 times, it's kind of meaningful, meaningless. And they actually cycle it 40 times. So by his his own definition it's meaningless so you can go find that article it's out there somewhere again i'm only going to do the partial overview research for you uh, always think for yourself uh information changes you want to check everything and so somebody was saying you know um, part of this thing i'm going to talk about is just some of the agenda that's going on that i think is uh, dangerous and, and inviting conflict so the median age age australia uh 82 years old where's the source you can find the source here um this is the basically cdc Australia. You scroll down here just to make sure the source is good. This is getting right right down to the nitty gritty, making sure you know what's going on. And the median age of deaths is 82 years old. So, you know, okay, that's that's interesting. 86, 70 in Canada is 86, right? So we want to know how dangerous it is. Does it spread asymptomatically? Is there anything else going on? Um, and there is something else going on. That's kind of... Um, that's what's going on here. So this guy here is the former chief science officer of Pfizer. And he said it's what's happening is here, Dr. Mike Yeadon talking about how this is now a case-demic. And many people are talking about the case-demic. So here you got some graphs and they'll show uh, it's from Our World and Data, European CDC. Um, the top graph here, you've got the daily confirmed cases, right? And then you got the confirmed deaths. So if you look down here, you've got all these cases. They're talking about cases, but there's no deaths. There's no hospitalizations. Um, same thing here. You know, you've got a really low death count. You know, same with Sweden. You know, tons and tons of cases, but the death count is very low. You know, where's this one here? This one is in the European CDC. Uh, I don't know what country because I can't see on there. But I'll link up these as well so you can have a look for yourself. And, um, you know, take a look. See what, see what you think. But it's just showing that there's a lot of cases, but the number of deaths aren't up. But they keep saying cases, cases, cases. So why all the um, – all this think about the cases. So we're going to talk about amygdala hijack, but first I want to go to um, K 
cases. All right. So cases, yeah, we're going to go over here. So I'm, I'm flipping around. So, you know, yes, it's Fox News. Um, look at all news. You know, Fox News sucks. CNN sucks even worse, probably. Um, independent media all the way. You know, you want to go to Corbett Report, Amazing Polly, X-22, get on the Telegram, get on some groups, but just look at the information and they can be true. Anybody, anybody can say a true thing once. So we want to look at, you know, what's going on, but she, she talks about, um, she posts a clip about Bill Gates, which I want to show. So, you know, how does Bill Gates come out um, immediately and talk about vaccinating the world? How does that happen? And how does he become the planet's doctor? Well, amazing Polly, she does some videos, follow her on BitChute because I deleted her on YouTube uh, as this mass censorship's going on. So obviously that will tell you something, um, but she shows you the money trail of the CDC, the World Health Organization, the China money, all that kind of stuff. It's all, it's all there. Um, and then uh, David Martin, who I've interviewed twice, and he's uh, Plandemic 2, which I invite you guys to check out, talks about Event 201, also talks about the patents and all these things that they thought was hidden, but he brings it up in patents and just shows you um, what's going on and all these connected interests for having a global vaccine. And so... Um, We've, some of us have been talking about this for a long time, you know, like with the podcast, I want to focus on positivity, making a better world, building Atlantis, amazing community, free energy, all this amazing stuff. Um, and I've known about all this stuff. And I've always had this conflict in my mind, like, oh, crap, there's a lot of negative stuff like human trafficking, forced organ harvesting, uh, these evil people like the Rockefellers and all these groups of people doing evil stuff. What, how do I stop that? I don't know. But so my thought was focus on the solutions, building, empowering people. So if something comes up, we can handle it. And so this is kind of me, you know, some of the work I don't really share. And I just want to kind of share my two cents and be open to, um, you know, your thoughts as well. But I feel like this is very, very, very important to know the truth of what's going on so we can make the best decisions for everyone. Because basically what's going on here, you know, I got in a Twitter argument as you and this is what's going on twitter this kind of skipping ahead a little bit but you know they always just call you a dumbass they sh shame and guilt and they just call me names without looking at the research and they said you know it says like effective mask you know doesn't work and they're like they gave a, a, a bunch of studies and i looked at those the first guy did and the second guy did and um they said they may work so you have to go into the studies and that's what i learned from uh andrew kaufman dr andrew kaufman who I had on the show dr bear lando uh dr kelly brogan who said sometimes they'll give you like this the synopsis but it doesn't actually mean um, if you read through it doesn't actually mean the same thing they can take a bunch of studies cherry pick and make it mean something else but the whole point is maybe maybe even masks work um, and they're 100% effective, but you still can't mandate it on someone else. That's my belief anyway. Like when, when um, you know, the people came to America and discovered the Native American people, or when you go around to these other cultures, you know, you can't mandate your religion on them, your way of life. You have to give them the choice, even if it is something totally different and you don't understand it, you don't know to what don't know why you're the oppressor if you're not giving them the option if you say hey would you like this option would you like to take that we think it could help you then that's fine but if you say you must do this you know you have to have some impeccable evidence and this will go back to germ theory versus terrain theory and terrain theory building up the terrain makes way more sense than germ theory and then also the function of viruses which i'm not an expert in but i've listened to dr zach bush and many other people and uh you know so it's a compelling argument so there are actually two schools of thought it isn't just settled science they used to spray ddt on kids they used to put lead in paint um literally they they gave uh people in africa africa syphilis uh i can't remember who i think it was a gates foundation but it's crazy. You know, some crazy stuff happens. So, you know, there's a reason why people don't trust governments. You should not, don't give your authority or your mind to someone else. And, you know, I'm getting this information from a buddy of mine who, uh, it's so frustrating. Uh, just, Oh God. It, but the shame and guilt, you know, and, and they just, uh, it's frustrating. Okay. So let's listen to this. She, she talks about the, the globalist agenda before this. So, which is true, um, using climate change basically. So could the climate be changing and could you hijack it? Yes. You can do those two things to make a globalist agenda. This has been talked about for years from uh, William Cooper, former CIA. Um, so that's why it's interesting that they say they need a global threat and they, 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 um, what do they call it? They simulated or brainstormed or think tanked a few ideas and, and climate change was one of them. Um, so let's kind of go into this clip about what a lot of us have been talking about is stage one is the digital passport. Stage two is the chip in your arm. And Bill Gates has a chip uh, patent 060606. And there's also um, a um, 
a chemical they're going to put in the vaccine, apparently, called luciferase. And this was from uh, Dr. Christian Northrup. Um, you're reporting on that, sharing about that. So just look into that. If that's true, that's crazy. But I, ha I have seen that. So um, I've seen the patent for the chip as well. So you can look this up. And uh, all right, let's just play this. Now on COVID, billionaires like Bill Gates could barely hide their excitement for what a Biden presidency might bring. If people come into the country, do they have a digital certificate that says whether they've been vaccinated or not? As the U.S. rejoins the WHO, this idea of what is the vaccine certificate look like, hopefully that dialogue uh, will, will begin. Show me your papers. Now, don't for a second think that you're going to have a seat at that table for this dialogue. You're just supposed to sit down and do what you're told, remember? Well, that's what Dr. Fauci told us anyway. Coincidentally, the Chinese CDC's chief epidemiologist had basically the same message yesterday. In the uh, Eastern uh, culture, we have a community value uh, is higher than the individual uh, value. Uh, in the United States and European countries, the personal uh, right is the top priority. The most important is everybody takes the order and follow the instruction Everyone take the order and follow the instruction or else. Okay, so, and what she also talks about at the beginning of this is like uh, under under Biden and Harris, and, you know, it's basically Kamala Harris. I don't know if you saw that video where um, they already, in, they already, if you asked Siri who the president was and it said Kamala Harris and then they deleted it and changed it. And some of the weird stuff that I've been into, you know, it, it does go into a Luciferian agenda, which is kind of trippy. If you go to the bottom of the rabbit hole on human trafficking and other issues, um, and apparently part of that agreement is that to tell you what they're going to do. So Biden, interestingly enough, said we, we made the greatest voter fraud in history. He said that. And I, and I think that it's a part, I don't know if that was just a Freudian slip. Uh, there's a couple that had those Freudian slips. Um, oh yeah, I should uh, do the, um, YouTube, David. So David Wilcock, this is, I wanted to do David Wilcock. He does a really great presentation that I just watched for three hours here. He's uh, only on uh, so life, what is this guy? David Wilcock and Danian Brinkley, the history, the hidden history of elections. Really interesting. He brings out this uh, fellow that I started to, you know, he talks about the Shoop, the Shoop criminal cases um, and the history of these voting machines. And specifically from one guy and these notes that he had, I'm trying to find those notes, but it's very fascinating stuff. So three hour video, if you want to dig that, you know, dig into that, but there's a lot of stuff with the voter machines that are very interesting. But what I want to focus on here is what I see as this agenda going on. So um, I've noticed that this in my life where like, you know, I could, you could, you could believe something totally opposite and I'm, I'm okay with that. I might not prefer it, but um, we could still be friends. What they're conditioning on the other side is one, is like they're making it okay to be bullies but two they're making it like you got to get them out of your life they're dangerous and so i just want to show you a little bit of a video clip here you know of of, of what the news is kind of doing and before i do that have i teed it up yeah here we go operation mockingbird is an alleged large-scale program of the u.s cia that began in the early years of the Cold War and attempted to manipulate news media for propaganda purposes. It funded student and cultural organizations and magazines as front organizations. So what you need to understand, if you don't already, which is quite obvious, is that the news, there's a quote by the guy, um, Joseph Gables, who did the propaganda for World War II, and he goes, the media is an instrument in which the government can play. So they, you know, they use the, the media for their bidding. And so many clips I want to bring up, but just watch, just listen to the tone of this. You know what I mean? This is, uh, it doesn't matter if you're right or left. It matters. The tone is like, you can't have a different opinion. Like why not? We have to collectively, in essence, burn down the Republican Party. Um, we have to level them because if there are survivors, if there are people who weather this storm, they will do it again. that what we should be doing is shunning these people. Shunning, shaming these people is a statement of moral indignation that these people are not fit for polite society. Burn down the Republican Party. Um, we have to level them because if there are survivors, if there are people who weather this storm, they will do it again. Trump can still live in a version of the bubble that he and the 69 million morons who voted for him have lived in since 2015. Inside Trump world, it's fun and exciting and there's no pain 
pandemic and nothing but white people and lots of guns and everybody will be a billionaire soon. There are a lot of friends who I had to really get rid of because they, they are so nonsensical. When it comes to this issue, they have the whole, every single talking point that they hear on state TV and that they hear from this president. They repeat it and they are blinded by it. I just, I have to get rid of a lot of people in my life because sometimes you just have to let them go. I think that they have to hit rock bottom like an addict, right? And they have to want to get help. And then he and his enablers and his supporters and his collaborators and the Mike Lees and the William Barrs and the Sean Hannity's and the Mike Pence's and the Rudy Giuliani's and the Kyle Rittenhouse's and the Amy Coney Barrett's must be prosecuted and convicted and removed from our society while we try to rebuild it. Now this president, one of the things that he really launched his presidential run on is talking about Islamic radicalization and this president has radicalized so many more people than ISIS ever did. He has opened up for offshore drilling. And- okay, so I'm going to stop that there. there there's obviously more. Uh, you know, I'll play you this clip here, this this guy here. So basically what's happening is uh, you could have a difference of opinion, but, but people are being weaponized. Um, you know, this is what the media and this ideology is promoting to you know, if this is divide and conquer at its best. It's like you need to get rid of your family. So I'm going to go into a little bit of uh, Rwanda and what happened there um, just as an understanding because I've studied a little bit of genocide. I studied a little bit about how um, – you know, war has happened, why starvation happens. And so just to give a little bit of a context of what's going on. And, and I'll talk a little bit about ideal, ideological subversion. This guy, Yuri Bezmenov, if you watch his video, which I highly recommend, he basically talks about how once there's a certain point in the indoctrination, no amount of information is going to help flip them. Um, they're kind of lost in it. And then uh, I'm going to talk about amygdala hijack as well. So let's just play this um, thing, this little clip here to see what the difference is in demeanor. And so, you know, I'm, I'm about the truth. Uh, you know, it's not right or left. It's, uh, I think that the Republicans are more about individual freedom and sovereignty, and the left is more about government and policy. But, you know, Biden and Harris, they want to go back into the World Health Organization. And if you look into the World Health Organization, they're just corrupt and they're funded by China. And China is not a place that you really want to live in. It doesn't have a lot of freedom. And it's, you know, if you want that, that's great. But, you know, that's a lot of people don't want that system. They want a system of, of freedom and opportunity so um yeah that just is what it is so here's this guy here <laughs> this week threatening the two republican officials who refused to certify the bogus wayne county results take a look um we also know that the secretary of state and the attorney general have already uh tweeted out that your legal arguments are rubbish and you're going to lose in, when it comes to court so we're not worried about that uh, at all. I'm also not worried about any of your, oh, things are, are bad so we can't certify arguments because that's just ridiculous. You certified in August when they were worse. Less than 50% of the ballots are recountable. Now over 72% are. Uh, 58% of them are even balanced when it was less than 30% last time. So it's doubled. It's gotten way better because the Secretary of State actually jumped in and did her job, unlike you. But I know it's not going to change your opinion. Um, you talked about not certifying Detroit, even though you acknowledged that Livonia, a city, by the way, I know you know is 95% white, had bigger variances than Detroit, which is 80% black. We understand, and you now added your name. So I, I'm not going to try to change your mind. I just want to let you know that the Trump stick, the stain of racism that you, William Hartman, and Monica Palmer have just been covered yourself in is going to follow you throughout history. Your grandchildren are going to think of you like Bull Connor or George Wallace. Monica Palmer and William Hartman will forever be known in southeastern Michigan as two racists who did something so unprecedented that they disenfranchised hundreds of thousands of black voters in the city of Detroit because they were ordered to. Probably, I know, Monica, you think Q told you to do it or some other crazy stuff like that. But just know when you try to sleep tonight that millions of people around the world now on Twitter know the name Monica Palmer and William Hartman as two people completely racist and without an understanding of what integrity means or a shred of human decency. You, the law isn't on your side. History won't be on your side. Your conscience will not be on your side. And Lord knows, when you go to meet your maker, your soul is going to be very, very warm. Ned Stable should be arrested. In fact, not only... 
So, yeah. So let's stop that screen share. So super, super frustrating. Um, this is what's going on. And I'm, I'm experiencing this, you know, out in the world and, and even people that I know, and this is how this, this is being promoted. And, you know, if you disagree, they shun and like, it's the most crazy thing going on. And it's like, huh? So what the heck, like, how do we heal the divide? Right. And so, you know, I hope it doesn't get to, um, a war in the States or in Canada, but uh, you know, that's what they're, they're trying to create. And uh, JP Sears does a hilarious uh, skit on it. Well, it's not even hilarious. It's just factual. You know, it's just literally factual. I think the exact same thing I was going to do a video on it, but he did a a comedy video on exactly how that's going to work to create this. So it's, it's, it's crazy. You're like, you can't even put something out there because you get this insane bullying, this normalization of bullying and like, and uh, I can't even remember what the technique is called. Maybe somebody can put it in the comments, but it's basically you accuse the person of doing what you're doing. So like, if you're a racist, you go, you're a racist. You know what I mean? If you're, you know, embezzling something, you know, they say you're embezzling. So they just do that. And so um, it's, it's crazy. I forget what the technique is called, but it's the most frustrating. And if you look at the other side, you look at the people presenting the evidence um, of what's going on. And this is kind of how I feel. It's just like, you can see how, frustrated they are and they're trying to remain kind you know what i mean and i have a lot of work to do because i'm trying to remain kind in these things and really you know i got a lot of anger brewing up and i'm like this isn't right you know like if you you would never speak to me like that in public you know what i mean it, we can't even have a a, a civil conversation and you, you know you wouldn't you wouldn't you don't just what happened to the golden rule, you know, treat with people with respect, but that's how we know, you know, it's a huge divide and conquer thing going on. And so how do we avoid conflict when, when this oppression is going to come to the point where you don't give us an option? So how do we keep our eyes open so we can get an option that, that, you know, we don't have to have the combat, you know, that's basically what's happening. And this is, I'm going to go into, let's see what's, what's next here. Um, so I've done that. I've done that. Um, Okay, so so yeah, so how does this happen? So let's go into a little screen share again, the Brave browser. And so what what are they doing? They are basically moving into okay, we're going to talk about amygdala hijack and talk about how this is uh the Rwanda genocide. So what happened with the Rwanda genocide is that they had the us versus them, right? And this is a pretty great article, but essentially what happened is they used division and hate speech. So they were playing over the, the radio to the other side. I think it was the, the Hulu. It's the Hulu and the Tutsi, right? So this year marks the Rwanda genocide Tutsis and the, and the Hutus were killed. Um, so what happened was they were playing propaganda through the radio and basically say like demoralizing the other side they were actually even calling them cannibals and this and that and over time they started to believe this and they gave them machetes and they went over and they slaughtered men women and children with machetes so when we're talking about the virus i kind of had this click in today it is a virus it's a virus of the mind and it takes over its host like a symbiote and that's some scary, scary stuff. That's how powerful this stuff is. It takes, it took over this this tribe's body. All this was was propaganda, brainwash, hypnosis to pick up machetes to go to another tribe and massacre them. And they were playing this stuff through the radio um, to the other side to these people until they eventually believed it. And that's what's going on with this coronavirus stuff. And you can see the one side is really advocating for violence, and it's it's frightening stuff. And so. Um, so this is how amygdala hijack works and fear conditioning works because once it is enabled, you, you, they can't let new information in. So that's why there is an us versus them. And I'm trying to figure out, holy smokes, uh, how do we heal this divide? I have not been successful with anyone on the other side that's not been uh, at least open enough um, to have a discussion, to be able to have a different belief. If I have a different belief, the only option I have is to bend the knee to their belief, which is absurd. But I'm going to protect myself and my beliefs because I – know they're true in my being and you can go do your thing and I don't need to oppose you can do whatever you want but I need to be allowed to do whatever I, I want too and so they're taking that right away and so let's watch this uh, which is very important on the amygdala hijack of fear conditioning which is is so important um, I'm going to stop the share just to make sure that the video clip plays because I've buggered that up before share screen all right we're we're on the optimized for video clip so let's do it 
the amygdala, meaning almond-shaped, is a collection of nuclei within the brain. It is a paired structure with one in each hemisphere. I watch everything basically at 1.75 now. I, I am consuming an, a ridiculous amount of content. So why don't you just try this experiment with me? And uh, you can go, this is, a, this is a brain hack. This is a hack. I, I, I can co consume stu some stuff at two, mostly 1.75, sometimes 1.5. So you can get a lot more information that way. Um, and your brain starts to adapt to get the information. So let's try it out. Let's see if it works. The amygdala is thought to play a role in a number of different functions but it is most commonly implicated in the control of fear. The amygdala is located within the medial temporal lobe and is composed of a number of different nuclei. Some of the main nuclei are the lateral nucleus, the basal nucleus, the central lateral nucleus, and the central medial nucleus. There are also groups of intercalated cells dispersed within the fiber tracts of the nuclei. Two important groups of intercalated cells are the dorsal intercalated cells and the ventral intercalated cells. The lateral nucleus is the primary input nucleus of the amygdala, it receives inputs from the thalamus and the cortex, which provide it with information about the sensory stimuli the animal is experiencing. The primary output nuclei of the amygdala is the central medial nucleus. This projects to a number of different structures. It projects to the paraventricular nucleus of the hypothalamus and triggers the release of the stress hormone cortisol. It also projects to the lateral hypothalamus, stimulating the autonomic nervous system. And it also projects to the periaqueductal gray matter, which in mice causes fear behaviors such as freezing. By coordinating these downstream targets, the amygdala is able to produce many of the physiological changes associated with feelings of fear, including increased heart rate, sweating, and dilation of the pupils. One of the best studied functions of the amygdala is that of fear conditioning. Put simply, this is where an animal learns to fear something. In a typical fear conditioning experiment, a mouse is given an unconditioned stimulus, which is inherently negative, such as a painful foot shock, which causes a natural, unconditioned response. In this case, the expression of fear. The experiment also uses a neutral stimulus, such as a sound, which on its own produces no fear. After a number of trials, when the neutral and unconditioned stimuli are presented together, the animal learns the association between the sound and the shock. The neutral stimulus of the sound is then able to cause the fear behaviour itself, without the shock. As the process of learning in this way is known as classical conditioning, the stimulus is then referred to as a conditioned stimulus, and the response referred to as a conditioned response. Related to fear conditioning, is the concept of fear extinction. Extinction occurs when the conditioned stimulus of the tone is presented repeatedly without the unconditioned stimulus of the foot shock. The animal gradually learns that the sound no longer predicts a shock, the association is broken, and the fear behavior is no longer displayed. The amygdala is thought to be the primary area of the brain responsible for fear conditioning, and the classic model of how it does this is as follows. The unconditioned stimulus of the foot shock travels through the spinal cord to the thalamus and the cortex which then both project to the lateral nucleus of the amygdala. The synaptic inputs from the unconditioned stimulus of the shock are strong enough to excite the lateral amygdala neurons, which in turn results in the activation of neurons in the central medial nucleus and produces a fear response. The neutral stimulus of the sound also flows through the thalamus to the auditory cortex. The thalamus and cortex then also project to the lateral nucleus of the amygdala. However, the inputs from the neutral stimulus alone are not strong enough to cause the lateral amygdala neurons to depolarize so the central amygdala neurons remain unstimulated and no fear is displayed. However, when the neurons encoding the shock and the neurons encoding the sound fire together, synaptic plasticity occurs like we've seen in the previous videos. This strengthens the synapse between the incoming neurons carrying information about the neutral stimulus of the sound and the lateral amygdala neurons until eventually the synapse is strong enough to allow them to stimulate the lateral amygdala neurons on their own without the help of the neurons encoding the unconditioned stimulus of the shock. The lateral nucleus of the amygdala then excites the central medial nucleus and produces feelings of fear. The neutral stimulus then becomes a conditioned stimulus and is able to produce the conditioned response of fear without the foot shock. After fear conditioning, mice not only express fear with the conditioned stimulus, but also when returned to the chamber in which the experiment took place. The mice have learnt not only to fear the stimulus, but also the context surrounding it as well. This is known as contextual fear conditioning. One of the primary areas responsible for this is the hippocampus which, as we've seen in previous videos, plays an important role in storing episodic memories. Neurons from CA1 and the subiculum areas of the hippocampus project to the basal nucleus of the amygdala, and through this are able to stimulate the central medial nucleus and allow contextual cues to produce fear. In conclusion, we can see that the amygdala is a cluster of nuclei within the brain, which produces many of the physiological aspects of fear. The amygdala also plays a key role in helping us learn what to fear, and the best studied example of this is fear conditioning. In fear conditioning, Synaptic plasticity 
allows a weaker sensory stimulus to trigger a fear response when paired with an unpleasant stimulus. The amygdala also interacts with other brain areas, such as the hippocampus, to allow context to affect our expression of fear. All right, there you go. So some of that is a little bit complicated and a little bit confusing. Stop. All right, stop. Thank you. Uh, so some of it's a little bit complicated, a little bit confusing, but essentially what is happening is that the coronavirus, just the word coronavirus, then they change it to COVID-19. Um, you just hear that. And the first time you hear it, you're not afraid of it. It's just like a word, right? But then over and over deaths and cases and, you know, it could spread here. It's, it's everywhere. It's on, it's on your door. You can't see it. It's invisible. Wear a mask. He's like, oh my God. So then what happens is it becomes a conditioned stimulus and people get really afraid. Now, we also know when we're afraid, I forget which, uh, which chemicals get released in the brain, but basically all kinds of this brain chemistry happens when you are afraid. And what that does is it limits your pattern recognition. And so you cannot be open to new information. You are afraid. So someone says, coronavirus, uh, we actually learned that it doesn't spread asymptomatically and it's 0.26%, which is not scary, right? They're like, oh God, no, the fear condition's there. It's solidified. So they're not open to that new information. So that's what's going on. Now, the dangerous part and the problem is those people are continually being led by some of that, um, you know, those videos that I showed you that you need to shun. And that's what Stalin did. It's like, we need to take an account for all these people who supported Trump and Republicans, they're racist. And you know, like I said, I've had friends accuse me of being racist. It's like, dude, I have five, six years of doing a podcast on spirituality, personal development, trying to help people. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? That is absurd. Um, but that's how strong this stuff is. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, so that's what we're kind of moving into. If, if we, I'm, I'm not sure how we're going to be able to uh, find that middle ground, how we're going to be able to um, heal that divide, you know, because it's, it's pretty, pretty crazy. And so one of the other important roots of this is the, you know, if you trace it back to Rockefeller medicine, so the flex, I highly recommend this video by Corbett report on Rockefeller medicine. So this is Rockefeller's influence on medicine. You can find it if you go to Rockefeller medicine, watch that. Uh, what else do I got teed up here? Uh, this is JP Sears, which I highly recommend, you know, it's nine minutes. So I won't play it here just to, cause it's just, it hits his thing and, you know, give him some views. He's, he's worth it, but I'll play a, a couple of minutes here just so you get it. Want to know how we could easily slide into a civil war? Stay tuned, because it could happen. How could a civil war start? Great question. To understand that, we need to first believe that Biden is definitely our next president. Because he is, right? Emotionally speaking, yes, he is. But legally speaking, no. No, he is not. Not at all. It's a no, even though the mainstream media, the social media giants, and Google have all announced to the public that Biden has won, and they're continually reinforcing it. While legally speaking, court proceedings and legal challenges continue with the alleged voting irregularities with the actual election and the actual results. Not to mention automatic recounts that are happening in some states just because the results were so close. It's the law. But here's the fact that the fact checkers will fact check is false. In truth, the media doesn't have any authority over the election or in determining who the winner of the election is. They just have tremendous authority over how you perceive the election because whoever controls the narrative controls the people, that kind of thing. So here's how a civil war could break out because of all this. Unless you've been living under a soundproof rock, you'll know there was an election. Your results are gonna be one of basically two choices, either Trump or Biden wins. People vote, whoever gets the most electoral votes wins the election. Simple-ish. Then a few days after the election, while the official vote counts, recounts, and lawsuits were still going on, the Associated Press announced Joe Biden as the winner of the election. So it's happy day. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, but it's awesome. Watch the whole thing, and he kind of just he breaks it down in comedy of of what exactly is going on. And so what's gonna happen? And and some of my uh, you know friends have talked about this, and and what we think is that you know they're gonna announce Trump as the winner if he wins the election after looking at voter fraud and the courts decide what's gonna happen. Um, you know, if there was fraud, if there wasn't fraud, um, but it does seem like there's a ton of evidence. I've been looking at it. it. It does look like there's a ton of evidence. That's just, that's just is what it is. And the courts are gonna figure that out. And so if Trump gets elected, the people who believe Biden should have won and he was the savior of the world who wants to get uh, back into the World Health Organization and, and create a strong agreement with China and the globalists, which I think is a very dangerous situation. Um, they're going to basically riot and lose their bananas. And uh, you, you might even have sleeper cells and stuff like that. And so some of the 
you know, intelligence communities that I'm in are, are pretty well connected and there's some very interesting stuff going on there. So another really important thing is germ theory versus terrain theory. And this is weaponizing medicine. And that's what Rockefeller did in 1910, the Flexner report. He basically hijacked medicine saying anything that's not pharmaceutical or vaccine is quackery. So natural, Ayurvedic, holistic, herbal, all the stuff that makes sense. Anything that uh, an Indian, you know, like in India, you know, the old Ayurvedic stuff you, you study in yoga, anything that a Native American would use. And I studied with some Native Americans and they had like something for absolutely everything. You know, they had, they had medicine, they, they knew what they were doing. And so that would all be quackery. You had to do vaccines or pharmaceuticals. Well, that's what we're living in right now. Why does the whole world need to be vaccinated for something that has a 99.97 um, survival rate? And so it doesn't make any sense. And so, you know, you can look up ID 2020, the digital identity. So this is why when you understand that, um, that's why Bill Gates patent um, and use Brave browser patent on chip. Um, let's see if that comes up there. It took me a while to find it. Yeah. So the patent 06, you know, they're trying to microchipping humans connected to AI. So it takes a second to actually go through and, and find the actual patent, but he's got a patent 060606. I kid you not. Um, that, that, you know, this guy wants, so that's the plan. They want to put a chip in you. So it starts with the, the travel certification. So you can't travel or do anything until you get your vaccination and then it'll be a chip. Unbelievable. So that's that's what they want to go. That's what they want to do. What I have heard from really high uh, sources, I, I believe, uh, that are very credible, one of them is Robert David Steele. He says the good guys are winning and uh, we are in a battle right now and the truth is going to come out, but it's going to be a hairy winter and all this stuff is going to implode on itself. I hope that's what happens. Um, and, and so what's happening that I see is that this this side on the left that wants you to get the chip and, you know, they're they're throwing it all in the prop propaganda. They have amygdala hijack. You know, if you if you go out, you're, you're super dangerous. You know what I mean? You're a super spreader. You know, I saw this meme about the second lockdown and it says like, if the first lockdown worked, why the second lockdown? And if the first uh, first lockdown didn't work, then why the second lockdown? So it only makes sense if you kind of get you know behind the scenes here. And I highly recommend Plandemic Two, which is a you got to find it on BitChute because it's obviously been deleted. And that's another thing. This mass, mass, massive censorship is unbelievable. If there were nothing going on, they wouldn't have massive censorship like this. And as I've referenced many times, they have massive censorship in China. No YouTube, no Facebook, uh, no sharing of opinions. And there's a reason why, reason why freedom of speech is first. Um, because we need to be have the freedom to express ideas and debate them. And ideally, the truth rises to the top. And so there's this massive attack on freedom of speech. And what we're seeing now is we've kind of known this, but we're seeing Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter be weaponized. And the Republican agenda, if you just want to say that, because the whole world's watching this, right? They say Trump versus Biden. It has it's nothing to do with those two. You want to look at the agendas that they want to move forward. And like I said, you don't even want to say the one is good or bad. So, you know, on Harris and Biden and the, and the Democrats, what they want is they want to move, they want to get back into the World Health Organization. And if you peel those layers back, what you'll find is the World Health Organization should not be trusted. Uh, they are, they are uh, not not good i don't think right it's more like the borg um but let me see if i where did I, where did i find this tweet there we go so i'm going to stop the share and so i'll f pull up this this tweet by this fella here the the head honcho here we go whatever his name is tedros Gabriusis. So if you do some uh, research on the World Health Organization, uh, the number one funder is China. And again, not, not ideal. A vaccine on its own uh, will not be the end of the COVID-19 pandemic. We still need to, like what, 0 0.26? Um, and then also Dr. Kaufman talks about the, um, the global mortality. So how many people die in the U.S. per year? How many people die in the world per year? Actually, less people have died in the U.S. this year than last year. Um, I don't know where that is in my in my notes, but look it up, find it for yourself, see what you can find. Um, the global, you know, that's how you know if you're in a pandemic. So let's say um, 10 million people for die each year, but this year there should be 15 million people or whatever uh, die. But if it's less, then how are we in a pandemic? So he says here, surveillance, testing, isolating and caring for cases, tracing and quarantine contacts, engaging communities, encouraging individuals to be careful. So that's that's the plan. You know, it's in public. They tell you. Um, so, so that's the thing, you know, that's what's going on. 
So that's it. Um, I think that's everything that I wanted to cover. Do I got another video that I had teed up? Oh, yes, I did want to show you one more thing, and then we're going to end off. So what's going on here? Now, Now this, this is it global, right? So is this a globalist thing? Well, if the mainstream news all over the world is finding the same thing, then maybe it is global. Maybe, maybe there is some sort of coordinated attack because uh, because all the media around the world is saying the same thing. So let's share the screen one more time, but I'll show you some good news here. Brave browser. For support. Noel Baxter's so husband this. died almost two years ago. He was one of a kind. From global news, right? They're I had saying, a okay, bereavement life walk, with you know, When missing the, the him became too rise. much, a family doctor well, one, recommended Noel join this specialized walking so group. You think you're all so alone. You're the only person uh, two, in this let's, situation. Let's look at the no. comments. Once a week, she meets others who have lost a loved one. They walk, talk, and share feelings. These bereavement walks are facilitated by Ben Vancouver Hospice Society volunteers trained to help in the grieving process. Uh, To be able to basically listen because that's really the most important part of the program is to be a a person listening um, and giving the grieving person the opportunity to express that loss. The walk's been well-received and attended for over 15 years. So the media will make you think that this is what everybody believes, right? But actually, nobody is paying attention to these people. We so were looking for plummeting because they keep lying to people because you can figure this stuff out. Everybody's basically had to go underground. You know, all the mainstream media is the same thing over and over and over again. And, um, you know, like there, what's going to happen in Canada that I called Monday, I called the second wave before the first wave. They said two weeks. You know, we're going to do two weeks uh, of lockdown. I was like, this isn't going to be two weeks. They're not, they're not ever going to lock down. It's going to let up a little bit in the summer. And then the second wave that they're going to really clamp down um, because I kind of had some information and, and, you know, you can get that on telegram groups. I'll link you up uh, t.me forward slash Matt Belair. Um, Josh Del Sol has a great group. Alpha Vedic has a great group. Uh, um, you know, a lot of world doctors alliances in there. Cause everybody's getting, um, you know, d- censored like crazy and so you know yeah like uh you know who somebody was saying one of my friends saying it's so ridiculous saying parlor is for uh pedos and conspiracy theorists that's what i just heard before i got on here and i was like well i was using twitter and everywhere censored me so where can i go that's not censored i have a history of trying to put out positive content but i also want to know the truth so you know, if you've got a, a, some better information, then let me know. So it wouldn't be such such aggressive shaming and guilt and anger and all this stuff, right? You don't do that if you're you're not hiding anything, right? You let people have their liberties or your liberties, and you don't need to, you know, go nuts with that. But so all this is is propaganda Enjoy. over and over again. Look at this one fifty four. So this one's a little bit mixed, not too bad. But if you look at other people, you know, amazing Polly, you got to find her on a separate site now but uh corbett report is he still on here i don't know yeah corbett report's still kicking so that's good he 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 has some great reporting and there's some a lot of other people out there that have really great reporting and the the likes and the subscribers and and all that kind of stuff is going way way up and i've kind of showed you guys you know bs news where coronavirus information so let me let me let me scroll through this. You can still see. So this is a nurse's account. What's going on there? This is way back when I wanted to talking to my friend Bear about what's going on here. Uh, Tom Tom Campbell, the physicist, talking a little bit about Formula for Truth. That was a good interview. You know Kelly Brogan, Doctor Kaufman. You know, and I'm just looking in. Like I'm at like 400 hours deep. This is you know talking about. Uh, the lockstep what we're in right now from the rockefellers deleted 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 right you don't want that you know all these deleted videos why are we deleting so many videos uh louis this is important the germ theory versus terrain theory so i would i would definitely um look into that david e martin he's blown up since this podcast which is amazing to see because his technology is absolutely phenomenal and again we just want to get closer to the truth um but you'll see here like this is the medical conspiracy this is a three hours. I listened to this and he figures it out because he goes deep down and figures out the money and pharmaceuticals behind the scenes, right? So um, this is about silent weapons, which is dark and scary stuff. Uh, Tom Cowan talks about how the uh, PCR test works. Dr. Christiane Northwell. So this was frustrating for me because a friend of mine just posted something is like, people will believe anything 
and uh, had her in it. She was voted one of the top most 50 trust 50 trustworthy people in America, this woman. But because she figures out the truth about vaccines and what's actually going on there, um, she's being smear campaign. And my friend who is, you know, not just just eating this hook, line, and sinker um, is is posting a video about how she's nonsense. It's like, dude, I talked to this lady for an hour and 15 and she makes a really solid argument that I can go and do some research, but people are just believing the headlines and it's super, super, super frustrating. Um, so, you know, Canada's, you know, done, done by the globalists. So in the good news, some people say, oh, so this one here, William Cooper, he talks about using climate change and weaponizing it. This one is very interesting. This NASA document about future war, this one in the Iron Mountain, uh, blueprint for tyranny this one talks about if kennedy and their speculation whether this is a real report or not uh it talks about how what would what would happen in the u.s if they achieve peace what threats would they have and what's happening in the u.s right now is is what they would what they're using to try to take the u.s under the u.n to create a one world government and you know a wake up america this is a really good one uh, this is aaron russo talking about chips from the rockefellers so they have they have there's evidence of this from the 90s from the 80s for what we're going in. and i've known a lot of this stuff for a long time and i'm like holy crap it's actually playing out uh psychological subversion you know this is an important one by yuri bezmanov so i recommend watching that one and that's it. So I'm going to leave it there. There's a lot more information. Uh, let's play some chimes because these are these are good. They feel good. So I do think the good guys are going to win still. I remain hopeful. I believe that this is a spiritual war. And I do think it goes down to Luciferian stuff because I have seen and researched things that will give you nightmares. The level of horror that exists on this planet knows no bounds. It's unbelievable. And I've always been in the thought of how can I help? How can I, how can I support? And so that's been the work of the podcast and different things, but I've known about this stuff. And so my apologies, if um, some of what I'm sharing is, is you don't believe it or, you know, whatever you think, then whatever that you can have your opinion. But I think that we are in a time where we really need truth. We really need to be compassionate, but I am hopeful. I have seen evidence that this is all going to come out over a year or two. And right now we need people to be kind, compassionate, open-minded, strong, and courageous. And I'm going to be creating some stuff around that. Like, uh, you know, a lot of my work in extreme sports is overcoming fear and, you know, it's just getting very clear on what you want to do and then do it. And that's how we live our Dharma or right. Like our life purpose, our life dream. And so the quantum heart hypnosis, that should be actually live really soon. So go to mattbaylor.com. That's why I created that for, um, but I'm going to be doing more training for people who really want to connect to their life purpose because when we're doing the things that we actually want to do, I, one of the questions I ask is if, if you had a million dollars a day, every day, what would you do? Well, for me, when I was in my twenties, it was snowboarding. I didn't need a million dollars to go snowboarding. I just need to get my, my butt in the hill and I loved it. And so that evolves over time, right? So we actually don't need that much money to do what we really want. Like I was coaching somebody. It's weird how money works because I was coaching somebody incredibly financially well off millions of dollars, millionaire. And, uh, he, you know, we, we came, he came back and he's just like, you know, I was thinking, Matt, after we talked, I was like, you know, I want to make like a billion dollars. He goes, not, not to have, you know, not because I want to be richer, just because I could do more good with it. And I agree that I, he was coming from an honest place. He really, he really wanted to do that, that thing. He really wanted to give more, but we had already identified what he had wanted to do, actually, if he had all that money, what he would do. And I was like, you don't need the billion dollars to do that. You just need to make the commitment of that transition to go start doing those things because they don't cost any money. They just need you to show up to do them. And so what happens is rather than giving like 4% or 5% to what we would love, our life purpose, our dharma, guitar, art, podcast, learning something, whatever, we give 0% and we kind of get stuck in this world. And I feel like that's the most spiritual thing we can do is to figure out what we're passionate about and figure out our life purpose and and pursue that. And then it's an, it's an evolution. It's an evolutionary thing and the money will follow, but it's also surrendering to the money that you will get. So create a business out of it. That is totally possible. And you, you and you'll be rewarded for it because you'll become a master at that thing. There's so many ways to make money in music. Uh, there's so many ma ways to make money in different things, but you need to master it 
right? And that takes practice. And so, and it's going to take commitment and that's between you and your creator. And I think that if we all do that, we're going to be, we're going to be good, whole and complete and help other people in our community. And what's happening right now is we're experiencing the lowest common denominator of society based on fear and what can happen. And Darren Brown does some really great, uh, uh, videos on mob mentality and that's also what we're experiencing right we're experiencing groupthink, and so it's challenging to speak your mind to be courageous and to those people who are kind of like listening and you're like man i'm the only one you're not the only one trust me you're not the only one um they ask how do you wake people up you probably can't. I haven't been able to do it. And I've been studying the crap out of this. I'm probably 400 hours into studying everything that's going on, every single aspect, getting to the bottom of it. And so nobody that's ready will listen. You know, even my close friends that are like, oh, this is nonsense. I was like, you know what I do for work. You know the people I talk to and you know the groups because we've casually talked about all these different things. I talk to experts from all over the world trying to figure out the truth and like not, not having it. It's like, you know, well, whatever your job is, whether it be construction or woodworking or whatever the case is, I wouldn't pretend to be an expert, but they pretend to be an expert and because the brain is shut off to it because of the amygdala hijack because that's what's, that's what's actually happening. So it's incredibly uh, frustrating. So you, I can't get through. So you're probably not going to get through. So my suggestion is to um, just ask questions. Um, you know, you could give them some links like questioningcovid.com. Uh, that, that video I played at the beginning, that's a really, really strong video. Say, hey, what do you think? Um, and just give them space and time, but be a congruent, uh, whole loving human being the best that you can because hopefully all of this is going to come out um, past um, Christmas, but the next big thing is going to be uh, the election, right? Uh, right when they certify the election, a lot of fraud, I believe, is going to come out in courts. Uh, my guess is Trump is going to win because of all the fraud that I've seen evidence for. I could be wrong. The courts get to decide that. Um, and then if he's elected, the left is going to lose their mind. And then the people who are like, you know, one of the quotes I saw is like 70 million pissed off Republicans and not one burning city. Well, when we know when there's violence or oppression or bullying, we have one side that's bullying like crazy i'm getting bullied on twitter and i was like you would never say that to my face and immediately because i'm a martial artist like i said i i call myself like the angry monk like i you know oh my goodness like i want to i would want to punch it right in the mouth right and i'm not supposed to but i really really want to and i think about like the olden days of just respecting other people so we have these adults acting like children and bullying people and we have children bullying other people and i had a conversation with one of my um nieces and man, like this is an open-minded one, an open-minded person and her ideology, she's in her teens of, of what she believed. And I was like, holy smokes, like you have been indoctrinated. Wow. I was shocked. And she was like the open-minded. I was like, if you're the open-minded version, holy smokes. And uh, in, in ideological subversion, it talks about schools. And I've known this for a long time, um, you know, talking about schools. We need to change schools, right? Why would they take the Native American children and put them into their schools, right? That's how you crush a culture. And so what are the solutions? I don't, I, I don't know. I'm looking for them. Um, I'm, I'm remaining hopeful that, you know, a lot of people are coalescing and they want the same things. They just want freedom. That's the, that's the difference. It's like you can have your 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 beliefs but you need to let other people have their beliefs too and and um you shouldn't oppress the other person if you can help it anyway because usually you'd be on the side of the oppressor and so that's it uh that's i'm done i ran i hope that you enjoyed that if you have any any questions uh post them in the comments uh, please go to, you got to go to matt belair sign up for the email list over there i'm changing everything get into the academy and the membership um because i'm moving all my stuff in-house deleted shadow ban banned all that kind of stuff it's absolutely nuts uh my stuff's on library now as well i'm on parlor as far as i know it's fine um you know there was something about parlor being uh funded by soros that's not true so there's a lot of crap um out there a lot of propaganda out there because they're scrambling fox news you know in the tank cnn people who like that they're just stuck in that so they're cnners and they're just gonna believe that but twitter boom going down facebook that's actually getting hit too facebook has really got a stronghold on that one but twitter mass exits and it feels so freeing to post on other ones because i'm i'm open to having better information that's totally fine but why can't we use the golden rule you know why can't we use that and all i get if i post something on twitter it's just like you know dumbass shut up you know things like that and i'm just like man i'll smack you right in the mouth you know it's like you're near me oh my god it's taken all my training to tr try to be tolerant for people but there's also at this time you know of war and in the native american cultures they actually had a uh, i don't know about all the tribes but uh you know i said it with the Mi'kmaq and the zuni and as far as i know with the Mi'kmaq, they had a 
uh, matriarchy and it was the grandmother council and the grandmothers would decide if they would go to war and you know they had the compassion and tolerance it's like so when does it get to the point where we need to protect ourselves is it when the needle comes for our arms and we want to apply um the nuremberg code like what the hell you know what i mean and so what's happening is this virus is weaponizing people that's the virus the media manipulation is using advanced hypnosis and propaganda to weaponize people against people and they've done this for centuries they've done this all over the world it works amazingly you know rwanda was not that long ago um in cambodia that wasn't that long ago. I think that was in the early 90s. And I, went, I was in Cambodia. I went to the killing fields there. And um, you had families and friends divide. And if you sided with the government, you were on the side of killing your friends and family. And that's what we're observing now. And so I don't know, uh, you know how we find a third option for this divide and conquer, but there's going to come a point where the people who say, no, we have to protect ourselves. And hopefully we can do that peacefully and remain peaceful for as long as we can. And, 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 you know, Gandhi did some amazing things. And so we need some spiritual help here. We need prayers. We need commitment. We need congruent. We need congruence, authenticity, love, compassion, peace, and be aware of what's going on. And so let's keep finding solutions. Let's be coherent in ourselves and, and take care of ourselves. Be the example we want to see. Be tolerant and kind the best you know how. And uh, you're definitely, definitely not alone. There's thousands, millions of people, millions of people around the world. If you look, the media is just going to make you believe that you're the only one. If you look on all these websites, like I showed you in the YouTube videos from around the world, the news, they're all the downloads. They know what's going on. People are waking up. And I think that even before this, for years, I've been talking about how do we create a better world? 9.1 million people starve to death each year. We have, uh, what is it, 4 million or is it more? How many are in human trafficking conditions? I usually know the answer. I think it's like four. I think it's more than four. 4 million. It's like an absurd number in human trafficking. Um, that to me is the real pandemic. And so, you know, how do we figure that out? And I'm like, man, I want to figure this out. But people are, the people in the regular world really attached to the matrix and the money. They don't understand the Rockefeller banking. They don't understand any of that kind of stuff. We need better systems. And there's Nasera Jacera. I hope that's true. I hope that this is going to get exposed over the next six months. I, I keep hearing it. I'm waiting for that evidence. Um, I've heard that, you know, the voter fraud thing has been going on in the States for years. And that was through David Wilcock and I went through and did some digging there and there's a lot of stuff with Seidel and, and we'll see, it's going to play out in the courts and um, we're going to see what's going to happen. We're going to see what's going to unfold. And my hope and my guess is it's all going to unfold and it's going to be presented. It's just going to be whether people can handle it and what the result is going to be, but we need to shake up this world so we can build something based on better fundamentals on truth. We need to, um, have a better way of doing everything. Education, we need to re get recontrol of our media, recontrol of our news because hypnosis, propaganda, and brainwash is incredibly, incredibly effective and powerful. And I know this because I studied hypnosis. You could look at Darren Brown and what he could do to people. And we know what you can do to cultures with hypnosis controlling the media and news and television. And there are infinite cases to know that. So Holy crap. Let's get to some solutions, but we got this. We do. I'm remaining hopeful. So make sure get me on telegram, go to mattbelair.com, sign up for that email list. Um, I'm going to be posting all my stuff in house. So I'm off these things. You know, I'm, I don't know. I'm, uh, this is, this is, this is uh wartime, man. This is, this is some serious business. And so I'm going to keep looking for solutions and I appreciate you guys. So stay strong. If I can support you in any way, let me know big love. And uh, we will see you in the next video. Peace.